And he was so frustrated. I still have the text to this day. To this day. Where he <laughs> literally was like, I'm tired of this. Like, somebody needs to create this. I feel like I'm, I'm the person that can do this. Like, nobody else is focusing on providing sandwiches made with lettuce. Mm -hmm. And at the time, he was just thinking about lettuce. He didn't know about Swiss chard and turnip. You know, mm -hmm. that was something that, you know, Ryan really was like, this is going to take it to the next level. But at the time, he was like, there's nothing without bread. Nobody's focused on it. It's just like one option on a full menu versus like the entire menu. Mm -hmm. So he said that. And I was like, you know, I believe I believe in you. I, I think you could do this. As a matter of fact, I want to help. Like, I have the marketing background. I... You know, I'm interested in entrepreneurship in VC. I'm in business school. You know, I'm trying everything out. Um, and I was interested in tech, but I was like, I think I have that background. And I also let him know, I was like, you know, we got we got friends that just that are setting up shop in Detroit. What up, though, Black Friday family? Welcome back to another installment of the Black Fridays podcast. As you can tell, we are on location in a beautiful restaurant that has been started by none other than Miss Elsie Howland. How you doing oh, today? Hi, everybody. Doing so well. Thank you for being here. I'm so excited. Absolutely. And this is a truly a wonderful space. We are sitting inside of the flagship restaurant That's of right. Breadless. And want to know first, before we go any further, if you can interest Introduce us to who LC is and then also what is Breadless. Absolutely. Hey, everybody. My name is Latricia Chantel Howland. That's what the LC is from. Oh, that's what the, that's that's what the that, C for. That's oh, the C, okay, okay. The secret okay. C. Okay. Um, I am the owner, co founder, and chief communications officer of Breadless. Um, it is a 100% gluten free restaurant here in Detroit, and we have another location in Rochester Hills. We focus on leafy super greens, and we want to make sure that people get vitamin packed, nutrient rich food in their systems. Fire. That tastes good, of course. Exactly. Flavor, flavor. Exactly. And I can definitely vouch for it. it the food is amazing here. And uh, Ben, every Shout time. out to the chefs. Shout out to the staff. Yes. They're amazing. Yes. And shout out to uh, your other co-founders as well. Co-founders. So my co-founder and chief executive officer is my husband, Mark Howland. And co-founder and chief product officer, the man behind the menu, is Ryan Salter. Yes. Yes. And y'all definitely did y'all thing as far as the, the menu goes. And always adding creative items to it and i can buy for you. it the food thank is, you food is on point and uh, it, it's definitely worth it so if you're in the detroit area we're just gonna get this out the way early but run it back towards the end oh, working yeah. uh, give them the location where they can pull up to the, the oh, different yeah, locations in so in detroit you can pull up to 2760 east Larned street it's a beautiful location has indoor seating patio vibes especially for the summer um great parking we also have a location in rochester hills at 181 south livernois so definitely check us out um either one it's gonna be popping I'll be honest with you. I didn't know South Livernois was a, was an area. So I'm, uh, apparently I'm in Rochester Hills, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out here slipping. It's low key crazy. We're breadless, and we're next door to a Panera Bread. So that's a little something that's that's going on that we didn't anticipate. But we're mm. friends. We're all friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you got something for everybody. Exactly. Yeah. Something for everybody. Exactly. So. Uh, definitely appreciate being able to be in the space and then love the, the work, like I said, that you all Thanks have been for, doing. Thanks and for having us on. Absolutely. Absolutely. So before we go any further, I want to introduce you to my favorite segment of Black Fridays, which oh. is Freestyle Fridays. Uh -oh. And I know you like to turn up. I know you like oh, to have a good time. Oh, don't play with me. I so, love a good cypher. Yeah, is that what it, you're doing? Yeah, might as well. Oh, my god. You know how to beatbox, right? 
I don't know how to be boss, but I got bars. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> got bars, man. Hopefully yeah. it'll be all G PG. <laughs> all right, so we we gonna have to say that for the um the next time, but Freestyle Friday is a random assortment of questions. Ooh. They're all about you and uh you so you shouldn't get them wrong. Okay, all right. All right, and I just got two rules. You answer each one and you answer honestly. Gotcha. All right, let's do it. So we are sitting in breadless. We are. Uh, however, I would like to know what's your favorite sandwich? All day jerk city chicken. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Let, let's start. Let's start with that. Let's start with the breadless menu, and then oh, I want to know what's your favorite yes. sandwich that involves bread. So my favorite sandwich is the jerk city chicken. Mm -hmm. It's now called the jerk and mango sandwich. It's on a bed of collard greens. It has a fresh mango salsa, mangoes, cucumbers, uh, just pepper jack cheese and barbecue sauce. And it's just freaking delicious. It takes mm -hmm. you to the islands, but we're right here in the city. Fire. And I don't know what to tell you about the, the breaded sandwich. Maybe a Philly cheese cheesesteak when okay. I'm in Philly, when in Rome, you know what I'm saying? That's safe. That's safe. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So you and your husband are both co-founders of this wonderful establishment. I would like to know who would you say is the better chef? Oh, not neither one of us. I'm gonna tell you, it's definitely gonna be Ryan. Ryan has that all uh, all day. He wins. But okay, if we're at home and I'm cooking something mm -hmm. like for real, like I'm making some oxtail, jerk chicken, curry goat, that's all me. But Mark is really good at scrambling eggs, frying eggs, just boiling eggs, just eggs. He's the egg man. Egg man. So okay. we both have our strengths. <laughs> for sure. I like that. I like that. And y'all like to get out and about. So where would you say is your favorite place or in recent memory that you like to travel? Like to travel? Oh, that's a good one. I would say one of our favorite places is Cabo. Um, you know, we've been around the world. If I could go to Ghana every day, I would. If I go to Bali every day, I would. But something that's more accessible and just for a nice chill out recently for us has been um, Cabo, Mexico. Dope. Very yeah. dope. And where are, because you are, you get out and about in the city as well. Where's like your favorite place That's to what I go and you're hang about out? To ask me. Yeah. Everybody who knows me knows my favorite place is Spotlight Detroit. Mm. It's in the Eastern Market area. It's the best for, you know, musicians and DJs. They come, they do their thing. You can dance, you can feel good. It's come as you are. Um, they've got the indoor, they got the outdoor, they got a little cave situation. Um, by day and during the weekend, they have an artist market and I'm really into art. Um, they also have a record store, coffees, drinks, pretty much everything. Mm. And I'm usually there either Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. I love, love, love Spotlight Detroit. Nice, nice. I got to check that out. I've never been. So. Oh, you got to come through. For Tonight sure. Tonight is a good night, too. Oh, say, say less. Shinola, <laughs> this spotlight is the move. Say less. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, you are, congratulations, you are a newer mother. Thank uh, you. So I wanted to know, what would you say is your favorite mommy moment, if you could think of one right now? Oh, man. My favorite mommy moment is every day when we wake up, she... You know, I, I feed her, but she gives me little mommy, like, slobbery kisses. Aww. Like, I'll pick her up, and she'll come in with her head. She doesn't really know how to pucker up her lips, but she'll just put her lips on my face. <laughs> and it's so sweet. It's so precious. And I live for that every morning. I, I wake up because I love waking up with her. That's dope. That's yeah, beautiful. Well, sure. congrats to you. You successfully passed Freestyle Friday. Hey. So. <laughs> Next time I'm doing bars. That's what I was ready for. No, that, yeah, we're going we to, uh, I got to make some exclusive content. And then I'm, we got to, we got to actually get the guest on there rapping. I got you. And I'm starting with you. you. No, by matter of fact, I'm going to make a Black Friday mixtape. Please. And you, you doing the intro. I'm down. I'm yep. ready. All Appreciate day. All day. <laughs> all day. <laughs>
So getting back into the business aspect of what it is that you do, I know that mm -hmm. you are the CMO when it comes to like your title mm -hmm. in Breadless, but you also have a background in advertising for, you okay. know, well over a decade. And mm -hmm. I was curious as to how did that prepare you for what it is that you do in your business today? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, um, so as you said, like, I studied advertising and business marketing when I was on the East Coast um, undergrad at Boston University. Then I went to New York and I worked in commercial advertising. I worked on radio scripts. I did copywriting. Um, I did brand side. I managed whole marketing launches uh, for the food industry and retail industry. So being able to do that um, really set me up to be able to manage teams for marketing. So. We have everything from content creators, you know, the actual folks taking photos, the actual folks that are help, helping us with our branding elements, even things that you see in the school in the store. Like mm. everything is intentional. The copy, the designs, the grout um, in our physical locations. Um, also have managed many shoots, many commercials for Olive Garden, Red Lobster, you know, Nestle Waters, Nespresso, things like that. So mm -hmm. when it comes to how the brand should look, um, it's very, you know, not easy, but it's it's familiar for me to be able to work with our content producers and photographers and brand teams for that. Um, also on the copywriting side, um, I work with, you know, social media engagement uh, managers who are able to, you know, work on that, do our posting cadence, cadence have a multi-channel, multi-platform, um, you know, sort of strategy across Instagram, TikTok, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, and what have you, soon to be on YouTube shorts. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, all of those things really help me to be able to um, know what's out there, stay in the mix. Uh, and also learn new types of media that would be relevant for food advertising specifically. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's a lot of folks in a in the foodie community. Um, you'll have influencers that stop by the store. Um, so knowing how to engage with them, because I did influencer marketing um, mm -hmm. for other brands prior, yep. really helped me to be able to do that and, and also be able to teach my team how to effectively uh, advertise. Absolutely. And one thing that you all have done is build a very effective brand and then also like marketing strategy around that and what it is that you do that's true to it and one thing that i noticed I me mean, you both are in uh have marketing backgrounds mm -hmm. and i wanted to to know if you could talk about a little bit how how much those details matter because like you mentioned in your uh downtown detroit location even down to the grout like that has everything has a purpose Absolutely. how things look how they're presented um yeah. and and uh how it all relates back to what the core and the essence of the business is. So for like sure. why those details matter for anybody listening that's trying to build a brand or take mm -hmm. their brand to the next level and might be able to incorporate some of that. Absolutely. So shout out to our branding agency, Solvent. We mm -hmm. worked with them before opening this location. And Mark, Ryan and I with um, you know our counterpart, Kojo, on the brand side, really thought about, okay, you know, we have to make a great product. That is the number one thing. Like, so again, the staff and uh, Ryan with putting together the food is important. But when you think about something that you want to have longevity, so it's not just going to be one place, you see it, you know, really being a culture changer, being a brand that can go anywhere, that can hopefully one day be nationwide or franchise nationwide. Um, you have to start with every single detail to, you know, what's our icon? Ours looks like, you know, I, I don't know if you can see it over here. Oh, yeah, you see right, it right there. Yeah. Um, it's an abstract of the Swiss chard, which, are, which is our signature leaf. And the Swiss chard, if you look at it, um, it has rainbow vein colors. So it can be yellow, magenta, or green in the vein. Mm -hmm. So we put that in every single element because you want it all to tie back to each other. At least we did. And we want it to be, like, 
young and cool because we we are millennials. I, I'm not mm-hmm. that cool, but <laughs> I do like color. I do like pop. You want to stand out in such an oversaturated market space. So how do we look different? How do we make sure that we look premium and elevated? Um, all of those things were thought about for a year before we ever opened up mm-hmm. our brick and mortar. Um, you know, even our merchandise. There's not a lot of brands or food, fast, casual, quick service restaurants that will have merch you know merch yeah and we really have a lot of fun with that i mean we've got our shirts everything's better wrapped in greens we got the mm-hmm. detroit hoodie that Get you can merch. see um you know with our little secret icon right there you yep. know um we have these quarter zips hats you know we really want every single thing to be a celebration of the brand whether you're eating it you're wearing it um you're coming by you're chilling at the at the pickup desk and appreciating the grout <laughs> you know, we want every single thing to be a brand experience. And that should be in the physical world as well as the digital world when you see us. Absolutely. And taking uh, another step back, would you be able to tell us how did this even come about? Like who comes up with a concept to say, you know, we need a fast, casual style restaurant mm-hmm. that caters to people who are uh, have certain dietary restrictions or well, I might be giving some of it away. But if you could shine some light on. How was this even a discussion in your Absolutely. household with your business partners and, <laughs> oh, and how it came to be? It's a, it's a great story. So that one, I got to give all the credit to um, Mark. Mark, my husband, co-founder, CEO. This came from him. It came from his head. It came from his experience, his lived experience of, you know, not eating bread for over 10 years before he came up with Breadless and really struggling to find options out there that were made for people that, you know, couldn't eat bread. Maybe they're celiac. Maybe they have trouble digesting it or they're not eating it for aesthetic reasons. Um, You know, when I say aesthetic, you know, you're about your fitness. (laughs) So he was one of those people. And, you know, we lived in New York and it's a fast paced environment. It's very easy to get bready sandwiches and bagels and salads and things like that. Um, but it was more difficult when he's like going to restaurants and saying, can I get a burger without the bread? Can I get a sandwich without the bread? What he got back was, you know, super inconsistent. People would side eye, have a little attitude. They got to go figure it out in the back. You know, it was always a production. He was just like, you know, I'm, t- I'm kind of tired of this. Uh, so when I came back to, Michigan to get my MBA at University of Michigan, um, Ross School of Business, Go Blue. National champions. Hello, period. <laughs> Such a good year for us. Um, when I was in school getting my MBA, he was out, you know, traveling and he had one of those experiences of trying to get something without bread. And he was so frustrated. I still have the text to this day, to this day, where he <laughs> literally was like, I'm tired of this. Like somebody needs to create this. I feel like I'm, I'm the person that can do this like nobody else is focusing on providing sandwiches made with lettuce mm-hmm. and at the time he was just thinking about lettuce he didn't know about swish chart and turn up you know mm-hmm. that was something that you know ryan really was like this is going to take it to the next level but at the time he was like there's nothing without bread nobody's focused on it it's just like one option on a full menu versus like the entire menu mm-hmm. so he said that and i was like you know i believe i believe in you i I think you could do this. As a matter of fact, I want to help. Like, I have the marketing background. I, you know, I'm interested in entrepreneurship and VC. I'm in business school. You know, I'm trying everything out. Um, and I was interested in tech. But I was like, I think I have that background. And I also let him know. I was like, you know, we got we got friends that just that are setting up shop in Detroit. Like, we should go talk to our boy Ryan, who we met in New York, um, who was doing a catering business in Detroit that was highly successful. Like, we don't have the culinary background. We don't know how to execute for food but like let's go talk to him and let's see what really can pop 
Mm. So that was kind of the foundations. Um, in 2019, February 2019 is when Mark, you know, talked to me about it. And then I think around like April, May is when we talked to Ryan about it. And then we fast forward to like June of that very year. We incorporated the business and we were like, now nah, we we about to go do this yeah. and, and beta test and let's get it going. So you were able to almost get immediate use out of your MBA. Absolutely. Yeah. It was action based learning. It was hands on learning. We were in the kitchen of my apartment on campus, testing stuff out, tasting Swiss chard, like tasting, you know, different balsamic vinaigrettes that Ryan would have us taste. And, you know, Mark was he is the type of person that, you know, he had he comes from a financial background. He worked mm -hmm. in investment banking. He worked in private equity. He's also a Harvard MBA. And he's one of those people that is the hardest workers that I've ever known and he can he can really like work on anything for like 23 out of 24 hours a day so knowing him having that skill set we knew that like we had somebody and we had something that would go far because there's no way that it wouldn't with that kind of character right so we were like let's do it let's Let's test it at Michigan. Let's, Ryan had a lot of relationships in downtown Detroit. Let's test in Detroit. I had the Michigan relationships. Mark would roll up to gyms, like literally just roll up with brown paper bags of breadless sandwiches. Like, can I sell these to people that are working <laughs> out? And they would actually, he sold it to them and they were like, I like that. Where, where is right. this place? We don't exist yet. One thing that I definitely, we had this conversation earlier on, like when Breadless was starting to roll out. But mm -hmm. one thing that I know that you all did a wonderful job at doing is being able to tap into a lot of the resources in and around the city in order to make this happen. So really want sure. to know like how you all have been able to leverage your community and then mm -hmm. also some of those resources, organizations, programs, grants, all that type of stuff, whatever you are comfortable sharing yeah. to let people know like how they might be able to formulate something like a bread list because number one restaurant industry and having a brick and mortar neither of those are easy um, as i'm all. sure you know way better than i do <laughs> so uh, i'm curious like what what different pieces can people use to enable themselves if they want to be in this space if they really want to do it and do it at a high level um, mm -hmm. and, and give some background on how you all did it absolutely that's a really great question um i can say that the city of detroit has been immensely helpful, amazing advocates, evangelists um, in so many different ways um, from programs like Motor City Match, where they actually, you know, invest in businesses and you have a cohort of other like-minded entrepreneurs across different categories to go through the program with learnings, sharing learnings. Um, you know, that, that program was amazing. I would say uh, Retail Bootcamp at Tech Town was a really, really great resource for us as well. Um, Detroit Economic Growth uh so so many the city of detroit the city council the mayor like everybody really came through to like experience breathless spread the word um we also received you know support and investment from um the dan gilbert uh family of companies mm -hmm. as well as detroit venture partners um there's so many different organizations and i i'm definitely not going to be able to name all of them um but speaking of detroit specifically i think that they invest a lot in our businesses I do think they do a great job as well as focusing on um, black owned minority women owned businesses as well, making sure that they um, have a place in the entrepreneurial ecosystem. Um, so it really was something uh, out of this world to be able to open this location in the heart of COVID, um, a physical location when so many different businesses were closing, mm -hmm. um, still seeing the resurgence of businesses that were opening and, you know, coming out of that whole 
scare. Um, we were one of those. So we're super grateful for that faith and investment in us because we wanted to um, invest in our communities by yeah. having good food to eat that's good for you. Um, I will also say other networks that we looked at, um, you know, if you're in school, if you're an alumni, definitely tap into uh, those uh, collegiate networks. For me, um, being at Michigan and being an alum of Michigan, uh, I worked, you know, with the Zellery Institute for mm -hmm. Entrepreneurial Studies. Um, we were in the Michigan Business Challenge. We also, you know, I was an Applebaum fellow. So the Applebaum family, they do a lot of philanthropy. They also invest in a lot of um, new, invest energy and resources and a lot of like new up and coming ideas, whether it's, you know, medical device entrepreneurship or food uh, or software and tech. Yeah. Apple Bomb Fellows has been um, amazing. They've catered Breathless as an alum. They were there to help me refine my pitch and elevate your elevator pitch during, um, you know, while I was in school. Those are great networks as well. Um, there's just so many different things that you can do, whether it's leveraging courses at Coursera, talking to your alumni networks, talking to businesses, um, learning from your peers. Um, but really you gotta be on the, on the ground, I mm -hmm. would say like our first year we were relentless with trying to find opportunities. So whether we're being a vendor at a, at a backyard or what is it like a block party yep, yep. um uh, mark and i are both greek you know he's a noob i'm an aka leveraging those networks as well mm. um just trying to get our name out there in any way possible i would say you got to be scrappy as an entrepreneur you got to be able to you know talk to a little bit of everybody if you can that can be a struggle if you're like an ambivert like me mm -hmm. um not so much difficult for mark who's an extrovert mm. um but you got to be able to always constantly promote. Um, so that's something that I would tell any entrepreneur for any business uh, to be able to overcome and work on. That's huge. That's huge. And throughout your journey, you've been able to see some of the fruits of your labor by being able to, you know, do a lot of those things and have your boots on the ground in terms of building this. And I'm curious as to a big moment that stands out for you in your mind. Like you had some some powerful people in here. You dropped some powerful names in terms of the resources that you use. So I'm curious, like what sticks out in, in mind for you in terms of the journey? That was like a, a big moment for y'all. Oh, man. OK, so lots and lots of big moments. I would say a couple of them to name is when um, Lieutenant Governor Garland Gilchrist came to Breathless. Um, that was really exciting for us. I mm. mean, we love Fellow him. Michigan alumni. Right. Go blue. We love him. We love <laughs> Big Gretch. Um, so just to see that he even knew about us and that, mm -hmm. you know, we later learned that his team, his office caters from Redless and orders mm -hmm. us all the time. Um, that was really validating for us. We've also had Senator Cory Booker in here three mm -hmm. times, mm -hmm. three times. And he's a vegan, you know, so yeah. like that goes to show, OK, our vegan and vegetarian options or build your own options. They really resonate. And every time he's here, he has whoever's working here. Got to get a call us. Gotta get a like I'm back. And like he doesn't even live here. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a huge honor. I mean, we're not like, you know, Morton's or whatever steakhouse. Like we're a quick service restaurant, yeah. um, but we're attracting the, the names and likes of that. Um, other big moments for us is uh, when we when we first got into and into Little Caesars Arena. Yep. Um, that, and I think I saw you, yeah, you came yeah, through. Yeah, I had uh, to pull up for sure. <laughs> we were at LCA uh, for about 
almost three months um, mm. in the winter last year or the year before last. And that was huge because it's showing people who come out to you know, Pistons game, Red Wings concerts. Like, what is this? What's breathless? Or mm. maybe they don't live here in Detroit, but they knew about it or they heard about it. So it's giving them an option to try it. Um, also, when we've been at Comerica for the past two years and we're also going to be there this summer, we've had a stand, a vending stand at Comerica Park. So those are all like really big moments for us because it's an extension of our brand. It's showing that, you know, big names and big areas, um, you know, are attracted to our small brand and the people, people like it who mm. experience it. So it just shows that there are we can have wings um, a, a, as long as we just, you know, stay true to the product, still have. You know, our staff is amazing. They know, they are just, you know, they, they, we call them tastemakers because yeah. they make it tasty every time. So those are moments that stand out. There's so many others. Obviously, the final one was, you know, opening our second location, location in Rochester Hills yeah. this past October. Dope. Dope. You got to put that on a shirt. Make it tasty every time. Make it tasty be, every time. Yeah, yeah, new, yeah, a new t-shirt. Yeah, that's a new shirt. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Definitely. So you've been pretty open about this, at least in conversations that we had, but mm -hmm. I also uh, feel like in, in other spaces as well. Mm -hmm. But um, in terms of being an entrepreneur and then also uh, managing a, a full-time job <laughs> as well. So yes. I wanted to know if you could talk about that workingpreneur life. What does that look like for oh, LC? Like workingpreneur. Yeah, they call them work workpreneurs or workingpreneurs. One of the, That's one about, of the okay. Yeah. I'm going to so, take that and run. So I always, any anytime I get a chance to engage with guests who, you know, have that type of lifestyle, mm -hmm. I'm always curious. I also... Um, have i'm familiar with that and being uh, in that space clearly. so yeah <laughs> so uh yeah. Wanted, to, wanted to know like what is managing those two different worlds like for for you absolutely it's so funny that you asked this because i feel like when i'm in detroit they have no idea that i work full-time for microsoft as a senior product marketing manager <laughs> they're like have no idea yeah. um and then when i'm in at Microsoft in Seattle, they're like, wait a minute. You, what you doing here? You have a restaurant? <laughs> so, um, it's funny. It's like I'm living a double life. But for me, it's been really fluid. Um, you know, it's I work in tech. You know, a lot of the things that I work on are similar to my marketing background, being able to launch a product, being the mini COO, chief operating officer of a product, mm. working cross-functionally. Um, you know, those things are transferable skill sets from my previous work um, and what I do at Breadless. Um mm. And for me, it's all about having one boundaries and then also like being able to time manage very efficiently. Mm. So I'm very methodical. I'm a type A person. I schedule my breaks like I'm one of those people. It's on okay. my calendar. It's my break. Don't play with me. Um, <laughs> but like because I work at Microsoft and we're in the East, the East Coast time zone, um, I'm three hours ahead of all of my work colleagues out mm. in Seattle. So the morning time I usually have to be able to focus on um, breadless rate related matters. So from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m., I could be working on, you know, our social media calendar. Mm -hmm. I can be scheduling shoots, doing shoots, having founder meetings. Um, you got a little buffer. Got a little buffer. Yeah. And then I'm able to, you know, 12 to the evening work um, my job at Microsoft. Mm. And so it really works out really well. But I would say also being in a startup, being in a small business, you have to be able to rely on your team. And we have a really great team. We have, you know, not only my co-founders, we have a director of operations. We have amazing store managers um, on the corporate side. Um, on my marketing team alone, I have two content producers. I have social media folks. I have a local marketing associate to build relationships. Um, we have people that go off-site, our off-site personnel. So we're, we have been able to build um, a team that can support each other 
so that there's not so much just, you know, on one person or on one unit. And then also like at home as a wife and a co-founder, mm-hmm. it's funny because investors, friends, people were like, you should not go into business with your spouse. You should not. <clears throat> it's a bad idea. You should not. Mm-hmm. Be in business with a person. Haters. Oh, hey, you know I'm what I'm saying? Because yeah. I, mean, I know you, yeah. you, you and your wife are amazing and y'all do it. We know we can do it. So it was actually difficult, though. Along mm. the way, I challenged that from the very beginning. I was like, nah, F that. I want to say a different word. I did say a different word. But I was like, no, F that. I don't I don't believe that. I think that we could do it. It could be hard. But, like, mm. there's the way that our relationship works. And, right. like, we were – I was – I was always going to be doing this either way. If right. I was in this or not in Braille, you're going right. to come home and talk mm-hmm. to me. We're going to talk strategy and, you know, even work, you know, with Ryan as well. You know, we were friends before this and like, mm-hmm. it really helps to round it out to have um, the three of us. But at home, I would say you just need to have boundaries. Like yeah. we're not talking about Braille right now. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> after 8.30 right. or like, you know, I'm doing my work over here. We're dealing with baby right now. You just got to have your boundaries and openly communicate. And I think, yeah. It's a beautiful thing to be able to work with your partner in life. Yeah. And I agree with that. You got to know what works for you, obviously. And then what works for your relationship. Everybody's situation is different. Some people may work better in silos. It's like, well, you do your work over there. I do Mm -hmm. mine over here. Mm -hmm. We come together and we're a family. Other people work excellent together Mm -hmm. or are able to be of the same space and mindset like you and Mark and just meeting both of y'all and having a chance to interact with y'all and both MBAs and students of the game, so to speak, like y'all are in that same mode. So it makes sense. It makes absolute sense. But I love what you said about the boundaries piece. Like everything don't have to be about business. Like we Mm -mm. have a whole life that is is built, you know, this is incorporated into life, but Mm -hmm. we have life outside of this as well. Exactly. And I want to harp on the life outside of things. Even if you're an individual, like I am very much about, and, and, you know, you could quote me, like you got to be able to have a life outside of, entrepreneurship, a life outside of corporate America and a life outside of wifehood and motherhood Mm. or, you know, parenthood. Like you have to have your own time as a person Mm -hmm. as well to be able to manage all of these different things. Cue in the wellness. Like Mark and my family were like, okay, you're a mom now, you have two jobs. You need to have time set aside that you could just free your mind. So I paint. Um, Tuesdays is my turn up day when my mom's out there. Like I said, Shinola and Spotlight tonight, if y'all about it. Um, (laughs) But you have to have the room and space to do your own thing. Um, I'm on the board of the Detroit Institute of Arts, on the Michigan Science Center. Like, I love science. I love arts. So I make sure I fit those things into my schedule where it's just me doing that as well. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I need to get better at that. Like, I I make that time, but I, I need to do the calendar and the whole Man, you schedule. Color like, coded like you, do. Up, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, if the, you can. Right. <laughs> or whatever works for you. Right. Get the calendar on my phone together. Mm-hmm. I've gotten better at it, but I need to be more, I need to actually put in like, you need to eat lunch. You need to go play video games. You, you ain't got to be as book. crazy as me if that don't work for you. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I got to compartmentalize. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. So as far as moving forward in the business and life, what do you feel like you see in your crystal ball that's next for LC, that's next for breadless because we already talked about how you all expanded and um, I'm sure that's uh, a part of the continued goal but really want to know like what's what's your big picture what do you see in your crystal ball oh man that's a good question and I if I were to tell you 100% I would see two things at once Um, for LC I think that is growing out our marketing capabilities at breadless really being able to train on a team that can run autonomously um, you know, over time, like really building up 
young folks that want to learn from a marketer who's done tech, who's done food entrepreneurship, who's done advertising. Like I, I really want to teach that next generation so that they can be leaders of something that's going to be, I, I really think will be a you know, nationwide brand. Mm. Um, and then, you know, in the same realm, I want to do that on the tech and STEM side as well. Mm. Like I see myself being a leader in the tech world and, you know, mentoring others to be able to advocate for themselves, learn, have that growth mindset to be set up for success in that realm. For Breathless at large, uh, as we discussed, I, I definitely see us um, honing in our craft. Like you gotta be able, before you go uh, far and wide, you gotta work out the kinks um, where you are. So this is a different operation. Nobody has ever done this sort of operation for a restaurant at all. Like it's easy to freeze bread and have longevity. Right. Dealing with greens and fresh ingredients and like the shelf life is different. So like talk your how talk. do we you talk know so talk. how do you make sure that you have the operation so tight and so well um, that you can be able to copy and paste, copy and paste in different markets, mm -hmm. you know, in Metro Detroit, in the Midwest, you know, all of those different things, supplier relationships, vending, vendor management. So those are the things that we're thinking about, like, and gonna start honing in on even more mm -hmm. um, because we know we have something here and we want it to go far and wide. But first we gotta make sure that stuff is in place. Yeah. So that's what we're focusing on. Absolutely. And um, I, I believe you 100 percent. And I, I know that you are going to continue to grow and do amazing things. And I was really excited about this interview. Like I was telling my wife, like I look at we're trying to make it we're happen trying for to make a while. It happen. I'm and so glad. Thanks know, for bearing life. with Of course. Of course. <laughs> I understand life. Like, you know, the, yes. the hustle is real. And um, one thing I was thinking about, like, while we're here having this conversation is mm -hmm. that you were one of the first people that like I interacted with when we uh got at microsoft so, you know, we, started gang, all, yeah. <laughs> we started our uh own like um black new hire group and yep. being able to have those conversations and just the fact that it's so dope that you know you reached out you're like oh you on the call you said you're from detroit and then you know we had that connection figured out we knew people yeah um, in the same Very circles your, and your wife's best friend was <laughs> yep. my childhood bestie exactly who was in our wedding <laughs> so in the wedding? yeah that, yep. and, like it's the the connections <laughs> is real but just thinking about the fact that we were able to go to school, get our education, do what we needed to do, also get our MBAs, and uh, you being in this entrepreneurial space and having these opportunities, you, Mark Ryan, um, people from the city who are actually, you know, from the city. And it's just really dope to be able to see that because, you know, you know what they say, we ain't supposed to be here. Like, we, we kids from Detroit. Like, that's that's not Detroit supposed to be. Detroit is taking over the world. We are. 313 to the world. We are. Versus everybody. Exactly. Or with everybody if you want to get on with us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I, I'm just I'm just uh, grateful because that that's just uh, amazing to be in this space, be in this brick and mortar, see the work that you, Mark and Ryan are doing uh, with the brand and uh, definitely look forward to seeing all the wonderful things that you all come up with uh, in the future. So I appreciate oh, you taking the thank time you so to invite much. us in your space. No, thank you so much for having us. We are humbled for the opportunity. We're, you know, grateful that you saw us as somebody that, you know, to talk to. Mm -hmm. And thank you for being part of the journey as well, you know, from supporting, from, you know, patronizing us. You got the hoodie on. I got the hoodie on. Uh, I had a bunch of sandwiches. Yeah. yeah Stay in tune in the story. Like, you know, we're all in this together and I'm all about all of us moving forward. So um so glad to be on. Thank you for having me. I had a great time. I was nervous, <laughs> um, but I love seeing the city win. I love seeing our, our people win. I, I, I just I'm just I'm just thankful. For sure. For sure. And before I forget, where can people follow you, follow Breadlist, where, what's your handles, website, all that good stuff? Absolutely. So I would definitely say you can follow us on at 
Breadless on Instagram. You can follow us at Eat Breadless on TikTok. You know, we're on LinkedIn. We're on Facebook. I would also say definitely a cheat code is to download our Breadless app on iOS or Google Play. Once you download it and you start ordering from it, you'll get $5 off your first order. You also can own points on every single purchase. So a lot of you, you, you like our chips or our desserts or sandwiches. You can get that those points adding up and get something free that you can give a friend or a family member. Yeah. So definitely download or go to order.eatbreadless.com. Do it for pickup, curbside, delivery, or catering. Um, both our Detroit, Rochester Hills areas can do the delivery and all of that. So mm. you want to get sandwiches, you want to get warm bowls, you want to get frescas, you want to get vegan desserts, you know, breadless on chips, cassava, plantain, all of that. You know, definitely come check us out at 2760 East Larned or 181 South Livernois. Y'all heard it. And you can see that tech background coming in with the app and being able to order online very efficiently. Oh, yeah. Very efficiently. The app does work. You do get your $5 off. So make sure that you all tap in. Thank you for letting um, them so, know. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Of course. And uh, you already know I'll be supporting and, and continue to, to root for y'all and support however I can. And Thank you. Everybody watching. That's another episode. I'll tap in with y'all soon. Peace.